What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Follow Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Leader Johnson. Yes, Raheem Leader Johnson, that is. And um, we are here to talk about Villanova. Villanova Radio is showcased today, and we are going to get more into what the football scene is hitting for. And I think Villanova needs to get their credit. Um, Ross Pennypacker, Ole Adams. Uh, Coach Devine, Coach Ferranti, they're doing an unbelievable job. We're really trying to uh, recruit for this class. 2020 athlete Najee Logan is one guy who visited um, Hartsboro, Horsham High School, NPA. One of those guys that... They need that. Isaiah Gilmore, free safety, 5'11", 183, out of Wilson High School. Another guy who they are interested in trying to acquire. 2019 prospect, 5'11", safety. You know, they're good at getting those defensive backs. They're real good at acquiring defensive backs. So, and, and linebackers, 2020, they're going right into 2020 also, along with Najee Logan, Jaron Painter, 6'2", 265, Hershey High School. Track athlete. And throw the discus, it's, it's big to know he's an athletic guy. He's a big guy. I think he can do a lot. Uh, Owen Pfeiffer was a junior, a running back. Ever since Jonathan Malatu, he committed there quickly on the move for a running back. T.D.A.O. Daraji, another guy. Eugene Asante, the Northern Virginia Player of the Year. Noelle Miller, he's still out there, still big. So, there are guys... That they're trying to come at you. When we come back, let me get y'all the affection there. Then we're going to talk more about the team, football, what we do. Yes, follow leader. We will be right back. Follow the leader. Yo, we back. Cut the, the listen. Breaking news. 
about Philadelphia football. Listen, we gotta we gotta stop being so crazy about it. Villanova football is on on the up and up. You look at what Villanova did this year. I mean, they they fought hard. They had some injuries. I mean, as you can see, we talk about Zach. Zach just totally, you know, one game faded off. That I felt like the game that he faded off that was even big, was super big. Was to me was um. You talk about all the games Villanova put on the line, and William and Mary was one. Richmond, I mean. It was just crazy, super crazy for Villanova. And we want to kind of run down the season, Villanova, okay? We're going to run down. We did talk. I told you about Jaren Payne. I told you about Najee Logan. I told you about T.D.A.O. Daraji, Darojai, excuse me, if I am saying that wrong. But let's get more into Villanova and what happened. Now, with this season, it was just different, man. It's totally different. Like, what can you say? It was some underachieving, and I have to be truthful about that because I didn't think when Zach came in, he didn't play healthy. And we had a lot of guys who that we had on this team that, you know, just wasn't there. It wasn't there. People were looking for leaders on this team. I mean, guys just wasn't on the field enough. Their locker room had to be kind of, you know, subtracted because guys just wasn't there. And there's a lot of young talent coming in Villanova. I think it all started, you know, when we had, you know, uh, we, we got a, Villanova had two two people who were drafted by Villanova were big. We, we know Howie Long is a super legend. But Brian Westbrook was one guy. Then defensive lineman, uh, defensive lineman goes to the Chiefs. Then we got a cornerback that goes to the Chiefs. And we got, you know, a linebacker in Seattle. But these guys had to work hard to get there. You know, when we had the draft pick go to the Chiefs, it was big. Super. I mean, when you have a draft pick go to the Chiefs and you have a draft pick go to the Eagles and they're high up in the rounds, you know, it really makes the the, the university look good, right? Like, like, because that's what it is. Villanova football really, I'm saying this to know that Villanova football develops talent good. We get the best with our talent. We do the best. And these guys coming out now are going to be some guys to look at. Who guys do I think can be NFL prospects? I like Jalen Jackson. I like Jalen Jackson. I like Damone Drew. I mean, they can easily be chosen and have. You just never know the type of situation. I mean, quarterbacks and, and linebackers. Villanova, that's why I feel like Villanova should be a Division One. I feel like it's being cheated. For the simple fact, you see what the basketball program does. Why is Villanova still a CAA school? Why is it still in Division One AA? Why is it still FCS? I don't get it. I mean, Villanova has done enough. But to, to put everybody to bed on what's going on with Villanova, it's transformation season. I really thought the season was going to be better, no doubt about it. I think you need people in the locker room. You need people on that field. And a lot of people worried about can I get on the field? So like my teammates, they had top of locker room. You could clearly see with no leadership when they needed it. I'm not blaming it on the guys, just that they don't know. I mean, this is Tally gone, Ferranti there, just building a culture. That's all he's doing. Russian Forbes, eight hundred fifty nine yards, nine touchdowns, great career at, Villan at Villanova. 
288 yards for Covington. He has to get the ball more, 4.3 yards per carry. Jaden Jackson was averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Of course, when Drew was on there, whatever carries he got, only six attempts, 4.0. It's time for Drew and Jackson, the Drew and Jackson show in Covington. That's going to be a nice running. It's not even a question of having over. Um, they got D. Will Barley coming in the 2019 class. The guy's impressive. Malatu was a three-star. The guys are going after right now, which I got interviews coming up, will let you know where some of these guys are headed with their feeling. You know, we're going to see how this goes for Villanova. They're looking for another running back in, in the recruiting class after Malavu went to Penn. Do I think how the season went had something to do with it? Well, hell yeah, of course. Of course it did. Number five and six this year, two and six in the conference. The conference destroyed them. At home, they weren't good, but crazy. Oh, away, they were four and two. Ain't that crazy? I just feel like this team just won. I mean, they had to go out there and win on the road because it was times where the motivation was clearly, the motivation was clearly, no doubt in my mind, the motivation was clearly more into, okay, we lost a game, now we got to come back type motivation instead of riding the tide. It's Zach B. I mean, shout out to him, you know, great Villanova player. But he didn't, you know, show up. He couldn't. He just he just couldn't show up. Just didn't look like the Zach. 64% of his passes was getting completed. He had 1,903 1, yards, 14 touchdowns. Quiet Ismail, that game, threw for 180 yards, one touchdown. All right, one interception, 11 for 29 from the field. All right, you just got to look at this. Quieter Ismail is going to be a gifted player. I cannot wait to see him get on the field. They need that quarterback. He has, he's 6'7. I'll emphasize that. It's going to be hard. And I can't wait to the, like the fans are waiting for the young players. They're waiting for it. Jared McClinton, I mean, man, he really had a good season. He 658 yards, 39 receptions. Unfortunately, once again, the inconsistent. Quarterback carousel when he's hurt, when he's hurt, and you know when he's um when one's hurt and one ain't been there enough. Same thing with Taurus Phillips; these guys were explosive. Des Boykins next; he will be taking that little receiver role that they, but he's explosive. He's better than both of Phillips and McClinton. Boykins a star. You look at KJ Hamler over at Penn State; that's what. That's that Villanova, that's Boykin is the Villanova version. He's going to do a lot for this team. Ryan Bell gone, man. Unbelievable. The talent that he has, he catches on with NFL teams, undrafted free agent, which I feel will happen. He'll be undrafted free agent. Now you don't even have five games that he played. It's crazy. I mean, Bernard had uh, eight games. And then you look at that, the eight games, I mean, he really wasn't healthy. He just didn't look the same. He, he, Everybody knows he wasn't healthy. He didn't look the same. Interceptions, five interceptions for my guy. For who? My guy. You can't get better than that, man. Like, he was the uh, de defensive rookie of the year in the CIA. I mean, go back to the interview I had with him with 247. 
And I let people, this guy's going to be an impact player from jump as soon as he steps on the field. Congratulations to Aaron Forbes, who had the CEA second team. Ethan Greenridge, another guy after I had that interview. I mean, seeing this guy play at NOAA, I knew accolades coming in. He can catch on with an NFL team and be a guy that can start. Undrafted, not drafted, but undrafted rookie that can catch on. Linemen are better to catch on than other guys because the skill set of a lineman, be, be brutal. Use your size. Overpower him. I think Greenridge can do it. I think he can be an NFL player. He's going to be an NFL player. I think he could get drafted. I think people could look at him at the seventh round. Forbes getting drafted? I don't think he'll get drafted. I think he'll definitely be in camps, but I don't think he'll get drafted. All right. Let's talk more about um, what can happen next year. Are you talking about the defense? I'm going to talk about the defense. That's that's my big thing, the defense. Because defense really spells Villanova. really does. It always does. I mean, it always keeps them in game. And the one thing I think Jaquan Amos was a guy when I interviewed him when he came in. I, I mean, I remember seeing him in high school. I, I even thought him and Benford being on the same team is big. He had 57 tackles to lead the team. He had two tackles for losses. He had two interceptions, six pass breakups, two forced fumbles. He's a beast. And he's going to get better. It's going to be something to see him next year. All right, it's going to be really something to see him next year. See how he evolves, what, what type of player he becomes. All that good stuff. I, I really feel big about Drew, um, about Christian Benford and Jaquan Amos. I mean, to see them guys evolve is going to be big. You see Drew Wiley, what he was able to do for this team. Drew Wiley's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. I think at linebacker, the deepest position is, is defensive back. And then you got linebacker. I mean, Forrest Ryan, Josh Patrick. Guys like that can ball out. Drew Wiley, a junior, he'll be back next year, which is big. Which, the bigger thing is to have a guy that comes back on your team who was the second leader in tackles, 55 tackles. He uh, nine and a half tackles for a loss. All right, he uh, led the team in that department. Nine and a half tackles for loss for Drew Wiley. Two and a half sacks. One interception. He's a playmaker. He always finds a way. Two forced fumbles. Finds a way to make play. Rob Roll. I mean, ten games played, fifty-three tackles, two pass breakups. He just didn't have that type of season I thought he would have. You know, you know, he had his injury. He played hurt. You know, with some injury. I was told he was a couple of games. He was hurt. Um, Rob Roll is is a good player. I think he can get on with an NFL team anywhere. He gets healthy, gets back in his force. Boom, there you go. Christian Benford only played nine games, and it makes you feel like, dang, he had 49 tackles, two tackles for a loss, five interceptions, six pass breakups. He was, I mean, he was the most standout. Even you got Jaquan Amos at the same time, he's still the most standout. And he's a freshman. Amen Black. See, it's time. I knew this kid would be a beast. He was just such a beast in high school. 48 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, four and a half sacks. A star is born, man. <laughs> one pass breakup, one forced fumble. A star, he's here. He's he's in that lineup. You know, he's definitely in that lineup. 
Eamon Black is a quick, fast type of guy. I love the way he plays. He can get you on special teams. Tell him, tell him anywhere to be. Like, where where do you want him at? He's going to contribute. I mean, Eamon Black, you got Eamon Black right now, and you talk about him over there with Drew Riley. This defense comes back a little, you know, it's a little different. It's a little different. You bring this defense back, and things are a little different. The defense has always has been a standout, but it's some young guys. There were some mistakes during the season that allowed them to play inconsistent. It happens with young players. But what you have to understand is that Eamon Black is here, Drew Wiley. Then you got Trey Anderson. I can't wait till he breaks out. I'm still looking for that. Trey Janison, I'm still looking for him to break out. Um, look at some of the games. You look at the 40-point 40, uh, 40 games. I mean, blowouts that happened. These young kids coming in now, people, I really hope the Villanova fans don't try to rush the type of good players that these guys are. The recruiting they're doing, I'm looking to see Jalen Jackson come in. I'm honestly really looking to see Jalen Jackson come in and be spectacular because I'm going to tell you all something. Jalen Jackson in high school was must-see TV. He was must-see TV. Being a sophomore, 5'9", 235, that Eamon Black is, that whole class was just good. Coming in there with Forrest Ryan and Josh Patrick and Malik Fisher, that was a unbelievable defensive class and to see what Eamon Black can do clearly lets you know just where he is and where he stands and his development I can't wait till next year comes because Eamon Black it was just good to see him get his his due his just due Jeff Steve is something I mean I even thought he was going to be better I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Jeff, he played nine games, yet, like, people got hurt. But I thought he was going to be better. I just thought that he would be healthier and things would. Like, these guys got hurt, and it really put an Achilles heel on a lot of guys. Jeff Steve, Rod Rose, Zach B. Guys got hurt. Jeff Steve was the man. He's the man you depend on. And when he's in there, he's playing his heart out. I don't think there's too many harder working players than Jeff Steve out on the field. And I think he taught a lot of them running backs how to become those players. You know, Jeff Steve was um, this year's captain. You know, he's out of here. I mean, love him to death. I think definitely he's going to make somebody sing. Steve is a beast. Um, 44 tackles, five and a half tackles for a loss, three sacks, two interceptions. I mean, he was in on plays, two pass breakups. He was in on plays no matter what it took. He's a hard-nosed dude. Keeling Hunter, 43 tackles, one and a half sacks. I mean, one sack, one, one sack, one and a half tackles for a loss. One interception, two pass breakups. Keeling Hunter's going to be another guy that, I mean, it's another guy you can mention who does so much for this team. Another depth position. Just serious depth. Keeling Hunter, and, I, and the crazy part is Keeling Hunter, he broke out last year to me. He did so much last year, bringing him back with Eamon Black. 
and you got Trajan Anderson is going to be big. Trajan Anderson came this year, 21 tackles. 21 tackles for him, three tackles for a loss, one pass breakup. We need more Trajan Anderson, more reps. All right, Julian Williams out there as a safety, another experienced guy out of here. He had 39 tackles, two and a half tackles for a loss. He's a playmaker. He's a playmaker for this team, uh, a leader for this team. Brian White, 36 tackles. Another guy's not going to be three tackles for loss. Had a good season. Good season. Chucky Smith, 29 tackles. Recovered two fumbles. Javante Johnson, 28 tackles, five and a half for a loss. I mean, he's one of those standout guys. You know, he's one of my favorite players. Javante Johnson can do wonders with this line. What I like mostly about this line, it still has room to grow. This guy's ain't got it there yet. He'll be back next year as a senior, and he will anchor this line. I'm loving to see him with this line with Lorenzo Hernandez, Jared Nelson, Garrett Zobel, Mikey Taylor, Jalen Howard. Guys going to come in there. That line is going to form. We haven't seen the best of that line yet. We haven't seen the best of that line. Malik Fisher, nine and a half tackles for a loss, five sacks, 18 tackles. From day one, he has been a presence, and he's going to get scary good. He's going to get scary. Gabe Calhoun, 20 tackles, you know, three pass breakups. Elijah Trent, 21 tackles, two interceptions. Two pass, listen, uh, what, excuse me, um, one pass breakup. Watch out for Trent. And I'm telling you, we need to make a little bit more. Let's just think about this. Elijah Trent was a beast as a receiver. When I say he's a beast, he was a beast. All right. When we come back, I'm going to get more into uh, some, some football and some basketball. We got basketball coming up. All right. Got to give y'all some 2021 and 2020 prospects. You know, Villanova, the recruiting. And with that space, it's on. It's on. It's on. Follow leader. Soon as 
Right, listen. We come here to look at LaSalle and Villanova. Let's get right to that matchup that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, and a lot of people um shout out to Ashley Howard, my guy. Um, looking at this team, all right. Pookie Powell is the guy, 18 points a game. I see these 13 a game. That's the guys. Miles Brookins, 8.9 points a game, uh, 4.3 rebounds. They don't have really that much size. Tracy Carter, Jerry Kim, freshman Jerry Kimbrough, uh, transfer David B out of Philly, Cheney Mosley, Jameer Moultrie, Ed Croswell out of Philly. Looking at this team, man, it's just not there, man. It's going to be, if Villanova loses this team, which Furman's a better team, I think Villanova clashes this team. I mean, where they're at and how they're feeding off people, they're going to collapse on this team. And and people will say I gotta be very very patient with because you know what you had. Don't think you're gonna hand Ashley Howard that team and then all of a sudden. I mean, like, what do you think? What do people think? You're gonna hand them that team and you know it, magic gonna happen when you had nothing in the first place. So I just want people to understand that part. I, I'm sorry, I had to get to that part. Now, let's go and talk about Nova and what looks good on it. Listen, Villanova, Villa Booth is still 16 a game. He's still 43% from the field, 34% from three. Pascal, he got he this is time for them. This is it. This one two punch has to start getting efficient and good. It's time to this is a game that they should, you know, hit the punching bag. You know, this is their punching bag. Colin Gillespie having 10.7 points a game, 2.7 assists. He's more of a shooting guard than me. I think he's just a good combo guard, can handle the ball. 42% from three-point line, 49% from the field. Great to have. I wanted to hear something efficient in Nova. Gillespie is there. He's Archie Diaco no more aggressive. 8.7 points a game, 5.1 rebounds for Bay. 47% from the field, 39% from three. Efficient. 75% from it's amazing what Dada's doing. Dimir Cosby Roundtree, 2017 four star, 75% from the field. And he can still shoot 73% from the free throw line. That has to be something people look at. Monitor. Cremo is still shooting good from the three or 45. So we need to get him the ball more. He's only averaging five points a game. Cole Swider, a magnificent shooter. Got to get better. Um, Quinterly, of course, two guys that got to get better shooting and got to get the ball more. Samuels, another guy. Those are the three guys we're looking at. Cremo, Quinterly, Samuels, Painter have to contribute. Samuels, Quinterly, Swatter, and Cremo, they have to contribute. Excuse me. Have to. In order for title hopes, because that's, listen, Samuels, 
And Bay, as much as good as Bay is, he needs help. He's a freshman. It's time he's froze. Both guys have to contribute at least seven points a game from both of them. We need that. Let's get that going. Cremo, seven a game from him. Uh, Quinterly and Painter, we need five to six points a game because that's what they can give you. We need them into because, you know, when you put them in the game, Quinley going to get some minutes, and sometimes he's not going to get minutes. I'm going to tell Nova Nation this, okay? This is what's going on right now with Quinley. It's something a lot of people didn't know. Oh, he should be there. He's not He's not a one and done. Because he's not getting one and done minutes. How are you judging Javon Quinley for not getting his one and done minutes? Javon Quinley is averaging 11.8 minutes a game. Listen, I don't care what goes on. Gillespie's 20, that's what he needs, 28 minutes. Look at Lonnie Walker. We at least need 20 minutes for Quinterly before we start talking about. Lonnie Walker started getting that time when Bruce Brown went down. Or who knows what we're talking about in minutes right now. All right, can we get 25? Let's stick it between the 28 and 20. Until he gets one and done minutes, they got to shut the hell up talking. Listen. You make somebody want to curse people out. Quinterly knows what he's doing. He's working hard. What's obviously happened is that Gillespie was more ready. We know that. but And that's what Jay Wright going to go with. He needs somebody to know his offense. He's not going to nosedive with a guy and live a ride or die by a guy. I don't know his offense more than. And that's all it was. It's a different situation from Jalen Brunson and the Archer Diakono. You get your five-star, you got your five-star, you're playing your five-star, you're trying to reel these five-stars in, you get Brunson, you get that guy, you give it. Now, uh, you had Archie Diakono who knew the offense. He was clearly the, the one-point guard. Booth is who he is. You see what he's doing now, right? He's a scorer. So there was nobody. You needed Brunson in that point guard position. Brunson was more ready than Booth. What you gonna put Booth there with Archie Diakono? No, you put for one, you land Jalen Brunson. We want to look at the other guys that he land the five stars. This is a clearly a sought after top twenty type player. You put that man in there because it reels other five stars in. Now, we're not talking about the 2009 class. This was years from that. As you can see, it was years from that. So, this is what it was. This is politics of the game. Now, you got Gillespie there and you got Booth. You got a five, you got a two-time champion, okay? Nobody's starting over him. All right, he's put in the work. He's even hurt. He deserves this. Colin Gillespie, you know, you put a man on the floor like that. Why would you put Quinley in there when Gillespie knows more about the offense? This is what it is. And and Quinley's going to be in there with he like it or not. Of course, he loves it. But it's his time. He wants to fall back with Quinley. Quinley is the type of guy. He And another thing is the political part of this whole game. Quinley's going to learn. All right. Quinley's going to learn. He's going to sit back. He's going to learn. And another thing he's going to do, what I told people, which is happening. Out of all the things that he did, he ain't starting, okay? <laughs> but what is going on 
Everybody was talking about him leaving this year. I remember somebody was like, oh, well, Quinn Lee might be going after this year. No. No. Jay Wright don't over, even with Spellman. The reason why Spellman's gone, he don't overplay his freshman. He don't put the pressure on him. And which is also a good enough thing for him to keep freshmen. Don't give them the ball as much to make them, for one, have to be forced to carry the team or forced to score those points. That's what he doesn't do to his freshmen. And that's the, that's the big reason why he don't play them. And he know his concept will also keep them there longer and have them prepared for the NBA. Spellman played with a team like DiVincenzo, Bridges, um, Jalen Brunson. You had guys on that team that could teach him. But the crazy part was they were successful, and Spellman was good, just like all his freshmen are. Spellman was good. Also, what else did they need when Spellman started? Now, it makes me learn. Like, I learned. And you never stop learning. Spellman played more because they didn't have a big man. Who did they have that was going to take his minutes? Quinterly, you have Gillespie. He ended up recruiting, once again, the great Jay Wright. After Lonnie Walker committed to Miami, like I tell y'all, they went after Gillespie. And Gillespie was a was a lifesaver. He's shooting 49% from the field as a guard. 42% from three. This man is ready. Averaging 10.7 points a game. I expect his points to go up. He could finish the year averaging 15 points a game. He is going to be the killer for this team. Quinterly is better at point. He's a better passer than Gillespie. Way better dynamic passer. He's a better player. But right now, no, he's not a better player. For Villanova, you don't want to... Listen, you could put Quinterly in there for 28 minutes all you want. And the experience he doesn't have in Big East play and in play, he's not going to be better than Gillespie. I'm sorry. It's not even factual. He won the championship. Gillespie got time. So that's just factual. Okay, now, let's go. Nobody's going to be able to hold Gillespie on his team. Now, Pookie Powell will go to war with him. No doubt. He'll go to war. But see, Bill Booth is going to have. Who's going to be the big man in this game? I think it's Booth. I think Booth tears the floor off this whole team. He's going to be the player of the game. I think he averages. He gets 30 points. I think 20 points, uh, 10 rebounds, maybe 25 for Pascal. But it's Booth. All right, we need to see more from Pascal too. I I'm super excited. He's everybody's excited about Pascal. We got to see more. We got to see him tear the Big East apart, tear competition apart. That's what I want to see. We got to see more from Samuels and Cremo. I'm sorry. Now I, I'm not gonna talk about Quinterly and um, Swider. That's not fair. That's not fair. I asked to see more from Gillespie. I saw it in that championship. He's a him and uh Roundtree. I don't even see nothing from him. He's been great. Eight point um nine rebounds, eight points a game, two blocks, one point three steals. Magnificent, magnificent. He's the best. He's the most efficient player. Him and Gillespie are the most looking better than Booth and Pascal. I gotta say that. I'm sorry, they look better. Samuels has to come on. It's time. But, you know, he didn't have too many minutes weren't warranted last couple of games. So I understand that. But when your number's called, he was efficient for when the number was called. He had just one shot in six minutes. <laughs> All right. But um, 
it's time for Samuels to get in there. 14 minutes. I think it's time for Wright to give him the ball. Let him and Cremo be those guys off the bench. Before we look at Quinley and Swider, okay? Before we put pressure on a freshman, Sadiq Bay, thank God, that man was a lifesaver. He's going to do his thing. But the pressure's not on them. The pressure's on Pascal and Booth. Why we put it on Bay? I'm not going to put the pressure, but it is a pressure thing at the end of the day because in order for this team to win, these freshmen have to Quinley, Spay, and and it's not on Slater. It's Quinley, Bay, and um, Swider. They have to answer the call. It's going to be times when Gillespie going to have problems. It's going to be time when Roundtree going to have problems. Gonna be time. They need. It's gonna be time when Cremo and um Samuels don't show up. But those are gonna be the number one guys. See, right looking at his vets, Samuels and Cremo. The pressure's on them right now, not on Quinterly and Swatter. We listen. With Wright's doing, let's fast forward to that. Wright is trying to groom. Quinterly might be there four years. The way Wright's because next year, if you look at the lineup, I've said it time and time again. Gillespie, Antoine, Bay, Robinson Earl, and, and Roundtree would make a bench of Quinterly, Moore, Samuels, Swider, Dixon. Perfect fits, right? That's what it looks like. And Quinterly and Gillespie could y'all y'all want to hear something else? For one, Quinterly's minutes is gonna go up. Cause it's gonna be times where the line can be Quinterly, Gillespie. Antoine and whoever they want to do. There will be lineups like that. Quinley's going to get like 20 minutes next year. I think he gets 20 minutes. You know, uh, Gillespie will get like 30. It's going to be, they, they'll, they'll be able to have Gillespie at point and move Quinley into point and let Gillespie play shooting guard. It's, it, then you could let Antoine and then you could put Bay at four. It's going to be good lineups like that next year. Quinley's going to get his due next year for sure. But when he starts, we don't know yet. Now I said one star lineups with Quinterly and and and, and uh, Gillespie, and you can have Antoine, you can have Robinson Earl, or let somebody say Bay. No, you need more power in there. Stop it, y'all. Robinson uh, or Cosby Roundtree earned. He's a center. He's not going nowhere. That's it. That's it. He's not going nowhere. I don't. See, he's not going anywhere. Power forward. You put Robinson Earl there. Now the crazy part is with Bay. And Samuels, what Samuels gonna be a shooting guard, and then they redshirt Slater, and then you got Justin Moore playing the point. Is that what we're doing? That's the only way it's gonna work. Either Bay backs up um, Antoine, or Samuels backs up, and Bay goes to snow. Bay's a six eight guy; he stays there. Samuels is six seven. He's gonna be the guy, that's, and, and he's slim and slender like a. He plays more of a shooting guard role. I think that could happen if we're talking about that. Eric Dixon, but then we redshirt Slater. All right, now Dylan Painter transferred. That one spot looked tasty, don't it? In 2019, can Villanova somehow get Stewart or Matthew Hurt? Then we're talking different lineups. I, I'm listen. I'm a dig for some. Listen, tomorrow I'm doing uh, NBA draft room. Right, I'm a, I'm a break in with some news on Twitter. Everybody be on Twitter. Right early, the 247 is my Twitter. People don't know my Twitter. I got some stuff to say about I'm going in to talk with some sources. T 
team sources, and we are going to find out what is Villanova going to do. I'm digging hard for my Nova Nation people. All my Nova Nation people, I'm digging hard. Right? I haven't had a chance to do that, but I've been really, really smiling at the fact that when Dylan Dylan Payne is my guy, how let him he ain't got he's not gonna tell me too much what's going on right now. I talk to him, but um. You know, I'm pretty sure he's evaluating his future. He's a talented big. I think he'll get on with somebody. Just hope it ain't in the Big East. All right? I don't want to play him because he's going to be he's gonna be good. I mean, whoever gets him is going to be good. Um, who I think, ha-ha, Penn State could get him. All right? You want to talk about who I think could get him? Penn State can get him. Penn State can get him. In football, Noel Miller, yes, he's still a target. I told y'all about the other guys who are targets. Uh, they got offers. TD, what a great name. He's, he's, a, he's a beast. Ayo Durojai, Eugene Asante. Those are two names to look at. Then we still got Owen Pfeiffer. I got these interviews coming out at the top of the month with Owen Pfeiffer and TD, okay? We, I've already done those interviews. They're coming at the top of the month, all right? I'm going to go in for some other guys like Najee Logan. We're going to talk about his visit. Jaron Painter. The visits, we're going to talk about some visits, no doubt. Also, Yodi uh, Desta. Yodi Desta, he, he's a um, good offensive tackle. I got his interview coming. It's going to be some stuff, y'all. VU Sports. Now, um, Jeremy Roach, we know he's out. We know he's out. And, and, and guy, I, I still think he's Nova to the heart. I think he's the next one after Quinley. Let's talk more about the Quinley thing. Let's talk more about Villanova football and what could happen. Terrell Vassell, 19 tackles. I want to go to that real quick. That's a guy to look at. Uh, Noolu Awupetu, he had 16 tackles. All right, He had three pass breakups. He had two interceptions. Watch out for his come up. Nova Nation football. Daryl McDaniel. He had a pass break. I, I think he's a guy you got to look out for. He plays hard. Like, he plays absolutely hard. All right, Michael Taylor ended up getting a sack. Shout out to him coming in. Owen Thomas got a sack. Owen Thomas and Elijah and Elijah Trent can easily become guys who can become offensive guys. Owen Thomas was a standout as a tight end. But they got Simon B and Ty Summers, so I don't see that. But Elijah Trent. All right, Richie Coffey is a guy who's a receiver looking at. He got an offer. Explosive receiver at 5'11". I just think they need more. Give Changa Hodge the ball. All right, give him the ball. Um, Townsell. Townsell got a tackle for a loss. He, he had, you know, he, he's going to be a guy to look at. You know, he's going to be another guy to look at. Now, looking at this offense and looking at what was brought to the table, I want to really talk about the receivers. I mean, that is the big thing to look at. That's the big thing to look at, the receivers. All right? We want to talk about that. Changa Hodge had 22 catches for 344 yards. 15.6 15.6 yards a carry. Give this man the ball. Ty Summers, these guys is big. Um, Simon Benjilis, he is another two big. They're blessed to have two. Not too many guys can get their size. Javon Jones, 
Shout out to him. He was a quarterback in high school, but he's an athlete, though. Seven catches, 128 yards, 18 yards per carry. Get this man the ball. Stop playing. Stop playing. Dez Boykin, Javon Jones, and Changa Hodge need to come into camp being focal points of getting them more into the offense. You have talents right now. And I think Mark sees that. There's no doubt. He sees it. All right. Kick returners, pump returners. I think Jalen Jackson becomes a returner. It's going to be something to see these guys. Like, I'm really like, wow. You know, look at these guys big time. And you look at the defense and you look at what they got coming back on defense. Now, I want to talk more about defense. The leading sack guy last year for them was, no question, Malik Fisher. Him and Eamon Black. I mean, that 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 class that came in. Jesus. That's listen. That twenty seven that, that class in twenty seventeen was something special. And then twenty eighteen just came in and let you know exactly what they're bringing to the table. Defensive backfield. We're going to see people come back at linebacker, but we have to see Lorenzo Hernandez, Jared Nelson. These guys have to eat. It's just time. It's time for them to eat. Time for them to eat. Time for them to eat. Period. You know, um, Anthony Malagudi. It's one guy that's, you know, he's going to get in there. He's going to do his thing. A red shirt freshman, uh, Lorenzo Renette, Josh Patrick, Forrest Ryan. Guys like this are going to end up really playing Jeff Wiley in a defensive lineman. Um, I mean, these guys are going to come in there and definitely, definitely play a big part. I can't wait to see these guys play. Uh, Townsell. Townsell is a. Explosive, explosive linebacker to have. I mean, they have James Lawson, defensive back, is going to be making some noise. Josh McGregor at receiver. We can talk all we want about Shanga Hodge, but Josh McGregor showed you he's going to be back to also be a returner. Um, he's he got speed, he's a burner. And I'm gonna have interviews coming with him coming up soon for VU Sports. Darius Prickett at a defensive back, another guy. You have to watch out for him. I mean, big time guy, Dave Davis, he's coming in. That's why I said they always recruit good defensive backs, always. All right. I'm just going down some guys that I know is going to make some good noise. Polder's a running back coming back. He has depth. He's going to run. He'll be a good senior. Julian Williams coming back. It's going to be big. I mean, to have him back is going to be big. I think he's going to make this type of noise that Rob Rule made, you know, his sophomore year. This is a good team. I really, you know, I really like this team. Gabe Calhoun comes back as a defensive back. Remember that. It's another guy we got to look at. Ismail 67220. I cannot wait to see this guy. I always talk about this guy. Everybody, hey, y'all. Yes, I can't wait to see Ismail again. I'm excited about Ismail at quarterback. Excited. Those receivers are going to get the ball. And when he gets to the offense more, and they know it. They knew off their win that he showed some stuff. He showed some. The interception was something he showed. Of course, he's going to show that. Javante Johnson coming back is big for this team. There's no doubt. I'm really glad with him coming back for this team. 
Paul Gregg coming back. Petrovich, I can't wait to see him in, in, in the line. I mean, PJ Sazminski is a guy that, you know, came on and he's a, I like this offensive line. I really do. I like this offensive line. Kofi Apia, can't wait to see him 6'6'290 getting in there. He's a guy I'm looking to see. Matthew Mazza is another guy I'm looking to see, you know, get his stuff in. Peter Fallon on the defensive line. It's good to see him coming back. Nick Torres. I mean, I can't wait to see him getting there. 6'5", 310. 6'3", Andrew Perez, walk on. Watch out for him. Watch out for him, man. That's a guy to watch out for. Charlie Gilroy, a tight end. He comes in 6'5", another guy back there. I think that's why I think Owen Thomas stays a linebacker because he is definitely a stud, too. Definitely a stud at that. Uh, at the end of the day, Dan Serino at the receiver position. Watch out. Walk on. Watch out for him. Um, the trail Reed comes back with Javante Johnson. That's why I think this line is going to be big. I mean, you put a Malik Fisher in there at 6'3", 250, and he's steadily getting sacks. He's just an unbelievable Garrett Zobel. Watch out for him. I've always talked about him. Always. Aaron Siegel coming back. Aaron Siegel, the trail read, and Javante Johnson coming back really, really is big. It is really important. Uh Fonancaro, that Nathan Fonancaro, excuse me, Fonancaro, if I'm saying that right. It was good to see him being a kicker and punter that he can be. Like, it's good to see him coming in as a, a recruit. He was really, he was highly talented, and he really made a difference. We really, people don't understand how big it was to have a good place kicker. People really don't understand how big it was to have a good place kicker. Just, it meant a lot. It meant a total lot. All right? Now, to get back to basketball. All right, I just want people to know in football, it's going big. But to get back in basketball, this is how we ride out with this, all right? If we look at building over basketball prospects in 2020, um, that next situation is going to be big to see what happens and how they're going after guys. Jabri Abdurrahim doesn't have a... Um, and, and, and Johnny Juzang, D2, especially Jabri Abdurrahim, look out for Jabri getting that offer really soon. Number one in New Jersey, out of Blair Academy, number 10 is small. You got a small forward coming. And if, if Roach doesn't commit, which I think he will, if he doesn't, Tyler Beard is a very good player. Look at 6'5", 150, number two out of Illinois, number eight point guard in this class. And the power forward position, which I think he'll he'll be notched down the small forward because he's six seven. He's a, he's a very athletic Noah Collier out of Norristown, PA. Jari Davis out of Delaware. Look, the last Delaware guy, right? The last Delaware guy. I mean, we looked at um listen, we gotta look at the last guy to come out of a small East Coast town. Was Dante DiVincenzo. And Jaya Davis is a beast. Number one, once again, a, a five star. Five star. I mean, excuse me, a four star. 
March to a high four star. Miles Stewart out of Gonzaga. Number four in DC. They already got a guy out of DC. Number 20 is a small forward. Very long wingspan. Look out for Miles Stewart. They keep going for him. Terrence Williams, number six, out of Gonzaga. Number 25, power forward. Might go down to small forward. Four star. Can play, can shoot. All right, now, when we're looking at these teams, the guys you like, that's the guys you want to look at. Moses Moody is also a five star, he's on that depth chart. Now, we want to go to Trey Patterson in 2021. That's the guy. They had him back up again. I, I'm totally convinced that he's that guy. I'm totally convinced he's that guy. Um, I'm totally convinced he's that guy. And then you look at other guys on this team that definitely get down. Right? We looking at so many guys in here. You know, LaSalle has some guys. Chris Archidiakono got an offer. Baker Dunleavy, Nova Nation, got a commitment from Seth Pickney. Seth Pickney. That's a big, that was big. Big, man. I mean, shout out to my guy. Shout out to my guy, man. Baker Dunleavy, getting that commitment. Getting that commitment. From a Mount Verde three-star power forward, 6'11". Shout out. Seth Pinkney, Quinny Piak, yes. Three-star, out of PA, playing for Mount Verde. Quinny Piak got Seth Pinkney, and he's going to be a load. And I remember talking to Baker Dunleavy about his recruiting. He's like, he got one spot left, and it's for a big man. And he got a big commit. Shout out to Quinnipiac, Baker Dunleavy, Seth Pinkney, committed Quinnipiac. Super. This is a good, this is a good get, man. This is a good get. All right, now we're going to talk about, we're going out now. Y'all see the music, you know, toward the end of the power leader. When you see that ending going out toward that last hour. As we go through and we talk about more and more about you know, recruiting right now. I'm going to go out. Chet Holmgren for 2021. For 2021, you know, Chet Holmgren and Trey Patterson, two guys to look at. All right. Ethan Morton is a guy I want to talk about. Ethan Morton is a guy I want to talk about that also could go to Villanova. Not go to Villanova, but he's a high prospect. He's number one in PA for 2020. Watch out for him. Villanova, talk to him. He's a small forward. He could go down to a shooting guard. But right now, he's a 13th ranked small forward. He's a 53, 53rd ranked player in the nation. Yes, he looked at Villanova, so don't think he won't be a guy in 2020 that Villanova won't see and won't 
you know, won't put in there, won't put in there. So listen, rolling out, great show to the next Lenovo Radio File Leader, y'all. Ah.